This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yo, if I were you, I'll tell you what I'd do. Yeah, I'd do me, but yo, do you. you. I seize the cheese. Oh, yeah, my other advice is advice, please. Jake and Amir are gonna give it to you. Two dudes, hope you threw your blues. But if you're nasty, these dudes gonna put you on blast on a Monday, a Thursday. Don't matter the time. All that matters is you gonna get it by three times. With a picture in the mirror, the message is clear. Ain't nothing to fear. Just look in the mirror. They got your back twice. If you act nice, help with your life. Give you advice. If I were you, the podcast show. If I were you, if I were you. Okay. All right. That was really good. It's important to me to know right now. Hi, how's it going? Hey. Is Seize the Cheese something you guys have said on the show before, or we did s- they make that up for this song? <laughs> wow. What do, said- you, what do you think? Oh, oh <laughs> I, I, wanted to, I want to believe that this guy just went, Seize the Cheese. It's yeah. great. I love that. It's, it's a good exact- song there. Yeah. We said it in one of our first episodes ever. Really? And uh, it stuck. Was it, were you talking about literal cheese, or was that like... You got to risk it for the biscuit. You know, that's really good. Thank you. That's Griffin's. I'm stealing that from him. You can secondarily steal it from my little brother. That's fine. Uh, I think it was an auto auction or a police seizure auction. Yeah, it was. They stole. It was quite literally. It was about nacho cheese. Yeah, so it was literal cheese. cheese. This is real life. But then, like since then, we've gotten like Pizza Hut and like Domino's, like using that phrase to sell their product but we also when people write in they say like it, this girl i want to ask her out should i seize the cheese yeah and go for it? so people beautiful. Yeah. yeah i love that travis mcelroy oh hello uh just got to introduce you for anybody listening that happens to not know who you are which is growingly hard because as you told me less than 20 minutes ago you host eight podcasts that's correct seven, seven on the regular one once on a reg- year and uh <laughs> What's the biggest, most well-known podcast? It's probably My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Or Adventure Zone at this point. I mean, both have 
wow. hit pretty big. Um, yeah. My brother, my brother, and me is the one I do uh, with my older brother Justin and my little brother Griffin, uh-huh. uh, where we give advice. Right. Um, which I don't know if you guys know about advice podcast. Have you heard of this concept? <laughs> um, and we Vaguely have no idea. Familiar. We're really bad at it, and we have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, that sounds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, uh, we you can actually try it. It's right. really fun. <laughs> I, I don't know. We we'll might be. We might go. give dumb advice. <laughs> it's really great. It's it's so easy because you don't need to know shit. Yeah. Uh, and you just start every episode saying, "Hey, don't do any of this." And you can say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You, I listen to your podcast. You guys have like a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. we should do that because otherwise we're gonna get we're not experts. And we're serious about our disclaimer. Like people have written him like, "So I do what you guys said." And we're like, "No, no, why did you? No, no, we said terrible things, awful things, things yeah. that'll send you to prison. Yeah. Don't do the things we said." And people think we're joking when we say, "Don't do the things." So maybe that's one of the main differences between me and Jake. I think we try to actually give advice. Oh no, do I have to actually give advice on this show? Oh no. It might be that. Oh no. We well, thought we'll it'd be we thought it'd be fun because whenever we ask who we should have on our show, everybody's always like, oh you should get the McElroy brothers from my brother and my brother and me. They have an advice show. Me and Jake have an advice show. So we had the brilliant idea. Jake and I would go on your guys' show, you would come on our show. Both episodes, if we play our cards right, yeah. are out today. But you know, we let the face decide. Yeah. You know, we just roll them bones and we see what happens. You know? <laughs> So, I wish we were in control of it, uh, but who knows? If you we'll haven't see. listened to My Brother and My Brother and Me, there's a great chance, if we did everything correct, that uh, an episode with Jake and I is on right now. And where can people listen to that? Uh, you can go to, uh, let's see, the easiest place is probably mbmbam.com, which will redirect you to MaximumFun.org, which is the network that hosts our show. Or you can go on iTunes, search My Brother, My Brother and Me, and you'll find it. Or you can just like Google My Brother, My Brother and Me, and it'll, uh, awesome. it'll pull it up. Yeah, so we believe in you. If you ever need some more advice podcasts in your life, everybody, please check that out. Uh, if your problem with uh, Jake and me have been that there's not a third one of them, yeah, might I suggest my brother, my brother and me? Third, there's three of us. Yeah, the problem is everyone says that we're two Jews. And oh, I don't uh, think I'm, I'm not getting that vibe I, from you. Yeah, and I also don't think you can rhyme three. Let's see, three. I can't think of a Jewish word that rhymes with three. Three. Uh, a knee. Ani, means, which means me in Hebrew. Three of okay. me. It's kind of <laughs> like works. three brothers. I'll give it to you. How nice. about, this is the new My Brother, My Brother and Me. Whoa. Can I tell you, so your, your studio is far nicer than ours. Oh, really? Um, I get to be in the same room with you, which almost never happens with me and my brothers. Oh, yeah. We've only, we've recorded 300 and, uh, well, when this comes out, probably like 314, 315 episodes. Oh, I hope we're on Pi. We're episode Pi. Oh, that'd be so cool. Be um, at the, I, I, as of recording this, we've only ever recorded in the same room, not counting live shows, like three times. Holy crazy. shit. Yeah, in all those episodes. One Even, in a hundred? Do they, yeah, your they're about... Uh, so Griffin is in Austin, Texas, and Justin is in Huntington, West Virginia, which is where we grew up. Damn. And uh, I'm trying to – even when Griffin and I lived in Cincinnati it, together, like in an apartment, we'd go into separate rooms to record because we had no idea of, like, that normal people recorded in the same room. Oh. And we're just like, okay, we're ready to record. Bye. And, like, we'd shut our bedroom doors and, like, recorded our own computers. Interesting. So, yeah, we didn't know any better. Damn. It wasn't until, like, 100 episodes later that people were like, how do you record in different cities? And we're like, what do you mean? And they're like, <laughs> I don't do that. And it's yeah. like, does nobody – Nobody else. I don't think <laughs> we've ever recorded that? an episode of our show apart. Yeah, so much of what we do is like talking over each other, and if there was even a slight delay, Skype or otherwise, we've I, tried I'm to do the whole thing would fall fall apart. We've tried to do video before, and it was like the stupidest thing we've ever done because it was like. We spent the whole time just making faces at each other, and we're like, we can't do that. I can't see. I can't look at you. Gross. Weird. 
See, if they look at me, they can see me zone out and try to think of jokes to come up with while they're talking. Yeah. I'm not listening to the shit they're saying. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say next. Yeah. Or doodling while not listening. I'm usually napping a little bit oh, or really eating some cereal off. with it muted. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Got to. What's your go-to cereal? You know, I when I was young, it was, uh, it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But now, as yeah. an older man, I like a nice... Like a Crispix, like oh, something yeah. where it's just yeah, like, I feel like shit. an adult cereal or some kind of plain cornflake. I wonder if they should do <laughs> corn flake. A, a single <laughs> some flake. Some sort of <laughs> a corn flake. flake a large corn. flake that I break up into pieces, you know, something I something wonder nice. if you could get a, or if Cinnamon Toast Crunch is ever going to be like, why don't we do the Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal without the cinnamon sugar? I, like, I, I that try to make it healthy for I, adults. Yeah, like, I think they have squares. like a one third, like. Oh, it, it's do. still kind of like sugar. thing. Do they have that where it's well, like it's cinnamon toast crunch, but like for adults? Isn't yeah. it like it's like General Mills or whatever? Like they have a a large line of. It's not yeah. cinnamon toast crunch. Isn't the cereal that's like trying to reinvent itself? Yeah, but like I feel like they add the cinnamon sugar after. They yeah, can, they can do like. Oops, oh, you just no want the toast sugar. crunch? That's right. I'd like toasted crunch cereal. I will say I miss the days of my childhood where before everybody was like, let's let's make it healthier. Everyone, went, you know what? French toast crunch. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, and yeah. like everything was like. Oops, all berries. Yeah. And like, it's just a cookie bowl full of chocolate chips. Yeah, exactly. Fucking cookie crisps is just straight up cookies, cookies. in a bowl. There, there was a cereal where they went, you know, Lucky Charms? What if we removed the cereal part and just had all marshmallows? No. Was that real? Yeah. That like, cereal hurt my teeth even as a kid. Yeah. I ate it and I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> I'm eight and I hate this. Yeah, I'm eight and even I'm like, this is too No, much. this is diabetes. <laughs> Mom. And, and so, but like, then everyone was like, now everything's whole wheat. And it's yeah. like, okay, I get that. I'm an adult now. I've yeah. Kid on the way. I'm glad that exists, but I miss the kind of like Thunderdome, no holds barred. Yeah. Like, what kind of sugar shit Fuck can we it. put in our cereal? Like, we that. don't even like kids. <laughs> <laughs> Once the kid pops out, then you're gonna yeah. get, you'll be right back in the cereal aisle with the with the sugar. To the point where there was like kicks, and everyone was like. This is all you got. If yeah. you want healthy cereal, enjoy your kicks. Yeah, the, I guess. The, the slogan for that was "kid tested, mother, mother approved. approved." Yeah, it was like it, they might as well just like the slogan should have been like, "This is the best we can do." Yeah, yeah. yeah. nobody Fine. really Fine. likes. You're it. not gonna buy sugar. Do this one. Fine. Then. Enjoy your kicks. A idiot. giant box. They always came in a giant box. Yeah, to really punish you for buying it, it. Like you gotta say, work your way through this. They didn't I miss say the results so the... much right now. I lo- <laughs> pops was my shit. You guys ever uh, yeah, pops? Yeah. Do you remember Waffle Crisp? Oh yeah, <laughs> waffle crisp. Like if you ate waffle crisp, you could. <laughs> I always felt I was like twelve, and I felt like I was having a stroke because if you ate waffle crisp, you would smell the waffle crisp for days afterwards. I felt like it was coming like, out just of your smelling pores. your hands and like your face and like where? Why do I still? It's like up your nose. Like it just got everywhere. It was so pervasive. You could smell it. Did Golden Grams ever had mar- marshmallows, or is that just a no? There was there was uh, a chocolate Golden Grams. Was that it? <laughs> I feel like there was like it was Golden Grams and chocolate Grams like. Mixed together yeah. in a thing there was like s'more cereal rice krispie treat a... cereal oh, yeah I rice krispie treats that was that was cereal is going to be illegal soon in the yeah. same way that like large sodas pretty are. soon yeah. you think it's going to be like why do we even make this stuff anymore <laughs> like what oh in the same um, way cigarettes like can't market to kids i have a feeling like you can't have an animated tiger yelling at kids during Disney shows to eat your sugar right? cereal for breakfast. It's not okay. That's it, It's going to be illegal, I bet, within the next, I don't know, 7,000 years, I bet? Somewhere around there. 7,000, yeah. Uh, so we have emails. We have real emails from real people. Oh, okay. Sorry machine. to interrupt. You didn't uh, mention who wrote the song, I don't think. Oh, yeah. His name was Nick, and he's from Australia. It's really Nick, good. Nick, Nick was sitting at the edge of his seat just thinking we're never, ever going to get it. You sons of bitches. Shit. I wrote you a song. Mate. Uh, <laughs> screaming mate over and over. Mate. 
Come on, I, that's, I can't. Oh, this is I'm not shit. even going to try to. I don't have no idea how to do accents. He said, I hope you enjoyed listening to me failing to hide my Australian accent in a shitty rap. I never would have guessed. Never. I also never would have guessed. Right? I thought you did great. It's interesting how when you, you sing, you don't have an accent. Yeah, it's really hard to like... I've had no idea what genre of music that was, by the way. It was like... It was like R&B rap. You yeah. know, it, was very, it was like genuine, but was, Australian. Oh, yeah. Australian genuine. Australian genuine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific theme that he hit. And I guarantee that there's somebody that if you say nationality and American pop star, yeah. that person exists in that country and calls themselves that. The there is someone genuine. in Australia who's yeah. like, I'm the Australian genuine. Genu- I want to meet like the Kenyan Kesha. Oh, oh that's yeah. the fun alliteration. Yeah. Fun. What about Kenyan Lamar? So it's a oh, Kenyan Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's cool too. Oh, yeah. What about an Estonian Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about alliteration. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, like we said, this is an advice podcast. It's called If I Were You. Uh, this is actually the only advice podcast on the internet that Jake well, and I yeah. host. Oh, okay. Yeah, that fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. a good twist to the end. There, <laughs> we got to give it a disclaimer. Uh, we used to be the only advice cast hosted by brothers, and then the Vlog Brothers started a podcast, oh, really? and we we're like, "Well, hold on," and oh, they do no. an advice. No, they're great. I love them very much, and they talk about our show on there all the time. So, okay. will you, you say know, the we word? We'll show. take them out. Well, I'll let you know if they ever overstep oh, their bounds. Right. right now, they enemy. do sincere advice. If they ever step into bad advice, oh, oh, watch oh, out! There will oh, be a turf war, <laughs> and it's going to be in Cincinnati, Austin, Texas, and Huntington. West We've got Virginia. a lot of different fronts going. You know? Yeah, you guys have three states. Uh, so these are real emails from real people. Travis, why don't you give me a fake man's name that uh, we'll give this guy just to preserve his anonymity? We uh, Cletus that. Jenkins. That's pretty good. Thank you. Did you know any? Did you actually know any Cletai? I do. Up? My dad actually does a radio show with a guy named Cletus. I don't know that it's his uh, given name, right. but he is a country music performer who is. Uh, he does like a comedy kind of weird owl yeah. thing for country music. Took on the name Cletus T. Judd. Right. You hear Cletus a lot in like comedy, but like. Unless, I don't know, I'm not from West Virginia, or people actually name that? I don't know. I've never known anyone like that were like, I was born, a right. Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My given name is Cletus. My parents looked upon me and said, ah, a Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> a a Cletus. wild Cletus appears. <laughs> a Cletus fetus. <laughs> nice. Thank that you. was good. That was really good. Should we keep doing, going, or is that... No, that's fine. We can end it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can just end the show there. <laughs> there we're we not going to do any better than that. Cletus fetus Jenkins writes... Hey guys, day one listener, and I've uh, I've never been in a really bad situation that was interesting to write a, uh, to write in about until now. I matched with a smoke piece dime show on Tinder, what? and everything was going normally. <laughs> a hot lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, I on thought it was like a, a gun or maybe some kind of drug paraphernalia. Oh, yeah, totally different than that. Which would be a way more exciting Tinder match. Uh, it matched with a hot girl on Tinder. We talked about our jobs and hobbies, and we were getting along really well. After a couple of days, the conversation finally heated up. And we started talking about sex and asking each other what we liked. Then it started getting weird. She started asking me strange things like, are you strong? Have you ever been in a fight? Then she sent me the message. If I gave you a blowjob, would you beat me up? Sorry. No, no, no. Let me say that again. If I gave you a blowjob, would you let me beat you up? Ah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Way better. Uh, I kind of dodged the question, and I asked her why she wanted that. And she basically said being able to beat up a big, strong guy would turn her on. For reference, I'm six feet and pretty muscular, and she's 5'3 and tiny and doesn't even seem very athletic. To be honest, when I think about her beating me up, it kind of turns me on. But I think that's just because she's hot. We've been having role-playing conversation where she is telling me how she'd beat me up, and she's super into it. 
I really do like her, and of course a blowjob sounds great, but I'm honestly scared that if I do this, then she's going to get carried away and seriously hurt me or something. I can't tell if this is just a kink or if she's legit insane. Should I do it? Love, Cletus Jenkins. Okay, one, Cletus, she is not legit insane. This is like... Yeah, legit insane is like a real thing, and this is not that. Yeah, she's within the realm of normal. This is completely normal. Right. Um, this is a fetish, not a, uh, not not a disorder. Yeah. You know the thing is, is to jump way way back to the very beginning of this question. Oh, back I, to I've, the cereal. Uh, yeah, back to the cereal. <laughs> Should we talk Remember about that, that intro guy? song for a second? <laughs> um, I I was never like I met my wife and have been with her since long before like Tinder oh, or anything was a so thing. Pre Tinder pre app. I was yeah. So like I I met my wife in like 2008. I want to say 2009. We've been together for like. You know, going on seven, eight years now. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, hey, thanks. We're pretty great. And so, but even, like, I remember when, like, AOL Instant Messenger started being a thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, I was instantly wary and didn't believe anybody who Bots. was like, I am a girl and I think you're nice. And I'd be like, well, I've fallen for that before yeah, yeah, yeah. in the conversation. So, already. You I still th- think your wife is catfishing. I right? don't trust her. Yeah. I don't trust her one bit. What's she after? <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I'm confused by what the issue is here. If she wants to beat you up and she thinks that would turn her on, and the idea of her beating you up kind of turns you on, that seems a way to win. <laughs> I don't... It, like, unless... She has like secret like Krav Maga training oh. where she's gonna like she's hustling you. Yeah, like, where it's like she seems like not that like brutal, but yeah. like when you really get down to it, she's going to just destroy you. Like when you lose that pool for a game, you're like, all right, you want to start playing for yeah. money, and then you turn it on. She is hus- unless oh, so she's he, hustling you. He's gonna be like, all right, hit me as hard as you can, and like stick his stick his face out, and then she's gonna knee him in the groin. Yeah, yeah. like pumped. She's pumped just gonna the Bruce Lee the shit out of him and yeah. like you know water Grass in a bowl, and just he goes flying backwards through a brick wall. Or Roundhouse something. kick to the temple, and he's instantly dead. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. said it was okay. You promised me it was fine. It does seem like that's his big fear. Like he's he's down to wrestle a little bit, but yeah. he's like, I don't want this to get out of hand. But the thing is, is like this isn't the first time anyone's dealt with this problem. That's why safe words exist. Oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that you say like you know the safe word is nil a wafer or that's whatever, and then like she punches you yeah. super hard, and you're like nil a wafer, nil a wafer. <laughs> as she's, wa- as she's oh, walking wait, towards him, nil a wafer, nil a wafer, nil a wafer. I gotta go. She starts putting on just like gloves coated in like broken glass, and you're like. No wafer, no wafer, wafer. No, 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 no. What flavor? I forget. Oh fuck, 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 fuck. And then you're dead. But I think the problem is, is like this is not a sustainable fetish. That this is like you, you're not going to form a relationship based on her giving you a blowjob and then beating you up every time. Wow. Yeah. Like, cause like that happens once, but for the next time she's like, hey, do you want a blowjob? You're like, ah. That's an ex- and then you start like having a Pavlovian response where you start fearing blowjobs. Yeah. Because Ooh. you know what happens after you start the blows. Flinching. <laughs> From blows to blows. That's what they call it. But like you're That's not going man. to end up in like a committed relationship with someone who, in order to be sexually engaged with you, has to beat you up. Yeah, what an exchange rate that is. Yeah, and also for her to like it sounds like they've never done anything sexual before. So to want to start there. Sounds like they haven't even met yet. Right? So yeah. like it should be like we met, we had sex, and we've been like seeing each other for a couple weeks, and then she proposed this deal. I feel like the question he has to ask is like, is she, does she really need to like when I play with my little cousins and I'm like and you high five up. way up high, way down low, and they like and I do you're too slow and they like catch me or whatever, and I'm like, oh you got me. 
like I could actually, I'm pretty fast. Oh, I, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you guys have heard, but he that, could get away from it. There was that one time where it looked like he legit clipped No, uh, No fucking yeah. chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Go to the replay. And we'll then when, watch you, it. when you had his nose that one time and he didn't buy it, yeah. it seems like he knew that you didn't really have his right. nose. Right. And then there was that time when he had my nose and, I, and I like, and I real. acted, yeah, yeah, but I wasn't acting entirely. Yeah. I legit looked in the mirror just really quick. <laughs> just but, to make sure that he didn't okay. have your nose. It's still. Whew. Huh. No, right, it's your fucking thumb, bro. I never fell for it for a second. <laughs> it's not like if this is a one-off deal, I'd do it. I you know, do it because like I thought you were gonna say like that she wanted you to like beat up her husband or something. Like, how big and strong are you? Could yeah. you come beat up my husband? No, no, no. But just like this sounds like she's looking for kind of a one-off experience, and if you're like considering it, maybe you're down for the same thing. Would you be down? Would you be down to get beat up? You know, five no. Foot, five foot three is like not like a tiny five year old. That's like a, a fully grown adult human. I, I just feel like there are a lot more questions to ask. Like I would, ne- I would be interested in like wrestling or something and letting somebody pin me. But if the if the fetish is legit, she wants to like kick punch and in the punch face. me till I'm yeah, in a lot right? of pain. Yeah, then I think no, I can get a blowjob another place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not blowjobs are like you know they're rare, but they're not. Yeah, but this girl's really hot. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still, I feel confident that I could get a blowjob from an attractive person. You know, I'm, I'm going to go with, I would not do it. But to be fair, Cletus does say, like, the idea of it kind of, like, he's into it, too. Yeah. So, like, hey, like, don't judge her if you're like, no, I'm also kind of into the idea. Yeah. Like, I'd, oh, man. I'd fear that, I'd, like, I'd, I'd snap to, like, a self-defense mode. And it's like, that's when it becomes, like, a bad situation. Oh, like, you'd I'd be like I, Jason Bourne. And yeah. Like, oh, I was I like, was they'd threatened. slap me, and then I would slap her back. And she's like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, sorry. I don't know what happened. I, the blood just came in my eyes. Yeah. I saw red. I couldn't help Holy it. Holy shit, I have Navy SEAL training. Like, I've been tickled before. And when, like, when I'm wriggling to get away, I've, like, hit someone. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It was, like, such a fun <laughs> silly moment and then i hit somebody by accident when i took a stage combat class in college and like we were practicing like you know the naps oh, yeah. and my teacher came by and like that word of like warning grabbed my like wrist and held my fist up and said completely seriously i want everyone to look at this travis has fists of iron if he were to ever accidentally punch someone he would kill them wow <laughs> i was like what <laughs> like one I don't. Like, when I was 21 and this happened, I was like, the power. But now at, like, you know, 32, I'm like, I wouldn't. I've never been in a serious fight in my life. I don't even know how to really punch that good. I guarantee I would not one shot kill someone with my punch. But at 21, I was like, I have to be careful. I bet you can never punch someone. Maybe not kill, but I bet you can, like, concuss a cat with those. Like, you have very thick hands. I I could concuss a cat. I've I've killed cats before. Box a cat. Yeah, I killed yeah. a cat once too by accident. <laughs> I killed a mouse on purpose. I didn't, I didn't feed it for a week <laughs> by accident, though. <laughs> I was cat sitting. <laughs> uh, that is true. Like, here's the thing, man. Like, the human body is not nearly as like resilient as we think it is, especially depending on how old Cletus is. Yeah. If this girl like punches him wrong in the nose, he could die. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a very real possibility. Like, if she punches you in the temple too hard, you could die. I don't know that this is worth it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I like what you said about a safe word. I feel like a, having a safe word is a, is a good start. The problem is if she pays up front with a blowjob and then like you get hit once and you're like, Nilla Waver, and she's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, like you got off and I really did. Yeah. I, I punched you 
one. Like you would have to set up, you get at least six punches, and then if I want to institute the safe for it, right? You got a lot to work out before you engage in this. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, you guys have to sign a contract. She also said that they did role playing, like over over text, right? Right. So maybe that's a good indicator of like how how serious she wants. Like, <laughs> and then I stab you. Okay. Yeah. Nope. No. 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 No, right. no. 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 Yeah. No. If it's like hits to my back or shoulder, I can handle a lot. If it's like she wants me to expose my face while she punches and slaps and kicks my balls, I can't take that. No, 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 no. Not worth it. Balls and face are off limits. Yeah. I think that's a fair rule. Same as like growing up fighting with brothers. No yeah. balls, no face. Come on, be cool. <laughs> did you guys beat each other up? Were we did a lot, but oh, never really? punched in the face or balls. Like oh, that really? was always like, whoops, I'm sorry. We're done. <laughs> Fight's done. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. No, no, By no, the time we okay. got the Griffin, we would just like pick him up. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, Justin and I fought like crazy. Like, What's the we, age difference between you guys? Uh, Justin and I are exactly three years apart. We have the same birthday, three years apart. Same birthday? Same birthday, November 8th. You're middle, right? Yes. And then Griffin is about three and a half years younger than me. So, oh, so it's 333. Three, three. Mm-hmm. That's like cool. you and your brothers, isn't it? Yeah, we're 444. Four, four. Excellent. But I'm the youngest. How's that? It's nice, right? Yeah, I feel like I, I imagine it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I only knew for three years. <laughs> I wasn't able to fully appreciate it. An interesting thing about your birthday, 11 8, is that it's kind of my birthday, which is 118. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got another email here. Uh, another guy's name? Uh, let's go with Orion Jones. That's great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's a really, that's a strong name. He's a superhero detective. Did you just make that up? Yeah, I did. That's really good. Thank you. Fuck yeah. There's, God, Orion Jones. Orion Jones, attorney at law, writes, Last winter, I went on a poorly planned canoe trip in a remote location. One member of the group, let's call him Sinead, had never been on a canoe before. We only made it a couple hundred meters up the river before he managed to tip the canoe, sending us into the ice-cold water. We had to turn back right away, get into our cars, and warm up not to die of hypothermia. We're planning to attempt the trip again this summer. How do I tell Sinead we don't want him to come this time? He's Indian, like from India. Not the kind that knows how to canoe, obviously. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Orion. Come on. Ryan. Racist at the end. I was on your Orion. side. Orion. He was just saying, if it okay. helps color the story. It I did guess. help color the story. He, <laughs> said, you did. he also he implied that all Native Americans know should know how to canoe. <laughs> I also did not need to know the ethnicity of the person who tipped a canoe over to be like, oh, he's Indian. Of course. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about India, it's their... Tipping canoe ability? Yeah, tip a canoe. And Tyler, too. Nice, dude. Aren't he, isn't he from West Virginia? No. Has any president ever been from West no. Virginia? What's from West Virginia? What is it? Uh, me. Um, who's Cole. The, who's the biggest name from West Virginia? Oh, uh, man. It's a Kevin Pitsnoggle? Is it Kevin Pitsnoggle? I don't know who that is. <laughs> West Virginia Mountaineer? Uh, the Mountaineers at Marshall University is pretty big. We made a movie. There oh, Randy we Moss. Are Marshall. Is he from? Yeah, Randy Moss is from Huntington. Chad Pennington. Oh, those uh, are pretty from big Well, oh, he, he went to Marshall. I don't know if he's from Huntington. Right. Um, Soupy Sales is from Huntington. Soupy Sales. Um, we, uh, Brad Dorif is from Huntington. <laughs> Who? Uh, You're more famous have than you that. Seen no, no, no. <laughs> have be you from seen Huntington. Dune? You've Dune? seen Dune? No. Yeah. Oh, he's in that. Um. Anyways, it doesn't <laughs> you're matter. more famous than that guy. It's not a ton. We don't have a ton. Of you guys people. could be in the Wikipedia page. For I think notable. we are maybe one of the. Uh, we're in the top hundred. That's great. Most famous people ever. The Huntington Hundred, they call it. Yeah, that's amazing. Very elite. It's you, Randy Moss, your two brothers. Oh, well, they're still filling out the rest. Cletus, their wives. <laughs> uh, yeah, our wives are up there. We all do podcasts with them. Ever been on a trip where you didn't want to invite somebody? Um, you know, I I am like. I am at times 
uh, overly inclusive. I, I too much. Like, so. Yeah, if I'm gonna throw a thing, and it's like like when we had our wedding. They were like, we can fit 100, at most 120. <laughs> and I was like, I want to invite 150 people. And I did. And thank God, like, I invited most people knowing they couldn't come. Yeah. So we ended up, like, getting down to the 100 number after RSVPs were in. But, like, it was driving me crazy to, like, I was like, but this one guy that I was friends with when we were nine, he'd right. be so hurt if I didn't invite him. <laughs> oh, My man. wife was like, he doesn't care. You don't know. What are you arguing about? And I was like, no, this is important. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, what Here's about the bachelor thing. party? That's an even bit smaller. Yeah, list. okay. Bachelor party is a good bet. But the thing is, is it's been a year, right? They said it was in winter. It's been like a, at least six, seven months, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. I I don't think you need to tell them. Oh, you just don't say anything? Yeah, you just go. And oh. they're like, oh, I didn't even think. Like, With social media, he'll find he'll out. He'll find Someone's out. Gonna, yeah. Especially if he's part Snap of the crew. It. But here's the thing. The question is, is it better to find out afterwards and let him assume things or just straight up tell him to his face, we don't want you to be there? One thing is definitely harder. Yeah. I, I, there's a bit of a so, – I'm not saying it's better, but there is a bit of like a social understanding of like <laughs> you going like, oh, so, like we didn't even think yeah, like, because we know you're not super interested in canoeing. And, <laughs> because remember, yeah. I, didn't you yeah. tip the I, canoe? We honestly just time? didn't think about it. And obviously you're lying. And <laughs> I, they know you're lying and you know they know you're lying. I think that but would like, work if they didn't thing, like just the a millennial uh, like language that we all speak? Which yeah. is what? Just like a sort of a passive apology, like excuse after the fact. I think so. Or like, oh, so. So, or I'm going to try to come by. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll try it, to make to- it. It feels oh, like everybody, so. yeah. in the, like my parents and my grandparents' generation was like very blunt and told you how it was. Yeah. You know, Aziz Ansari has a great bit about that in uh, his stand-up special, Modern Love. I think what kind so. of Indian is he? Uh, I think he's the kind that doesn't know how to paddle a canoe. <laughs> okay. um, he's the tip, he's canoe the tip of canoe guy. kind. Um, but where he talks about, like, back in the day, like, if you made plans with someone and you went, like, you were away from your phone. So either they showed up or you assumed they were dead. Oh, and right. nowadays it's, like, right up until 30 seconds before they're supposed to be there, they can text you and be like, can't make it. And you're like, fuck, I'm standing here. Like, yeah. uh, and you're constantly like, scrolling through your phone looking for things to do. I mean, I'm guilty of this, too, of going through. I'm like, anybody doing anything? As yeah. I've made plans with someone yeah. that I want to cancel. Even, like, the way, like, when I, when I say I can't do something, it's like my friend's like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? I'll go, uh, maybe not. Which yeah. means no, but like maybe Ask me supposed tomorrow to be 50, on the 50. day. Yeah. Maybe know. technically means I could come, but I'm yeah. saying maybe not instead of no. Because right. it just feels rude when he's like, "You want to get dinner?" And I say no. I think that <laughs> yeah. if you're planning, you have to have a reason that you can't. But yeah, you have. Sometimes you just don't. That's want why I'm looking forward to having a kid. <laughs> Kids can be the best excuse to get me out of shit. Now I'm already using it with my wife yeah. pregnant. Where like we get to a party, we're there for an hour, and it's time to leave. I'm like. She's really pregnant. Yeah. So I don't, At what point do you start can't. texting the kid? Like, hey, I'm not going to make the baseball game. <laughs> not going to be a baseball game. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm just napping. Yeah. Maybe um, not. I'm going to try to come through. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. There's a, Let me know there's a marathon of Star Wars movies that can't make it. Um, I think that if, if, how far out in advance did they say they were planning this? Uh, planning to attempt the trip again this summer. If this you're far enough adva- out, I think you say, hey, we're doing this thing. Last time you ruined it. <laughs> you tipped the canoe, dude. And, but we want you to go because we like you. But we need you to go take some canoe lessons and not oh. fuck it up again. Or By the way, not... it's, also, it's summer now. Like, yeah. there was a real risk when they fell in the ice cold True. water. If it falls in the summery Just water, that's kind of fine. Go kayaking instead. It's way harder to tip a kayak. Oh, yeah. I don't even know the difference. Yeah. Uh, so canoe, uh, as I understand, I'm not an expert, but a canoe sits lower in the water and oh. is uh, straighter sides. And a kayak kind of like you get in and it's, it's like kind of banana. curved up. And it's a lot easier. Like it sits higher in the water. Um, it's easier to maneuver. <laughs> 
Um, I've gone kayaking before. I've only canoed once in my life. And a kayak, like, you roll up, and they're just like, here's your kayak, here's your paddle, here's your vest, don't die. And it's, like, it's really easy yeah, yeah. not to fuck up. It's exhausting. It's really hard. But it's like, worse the triceps. Yeah, man, and your chest. Like, if you're not prepared, Ooh, you will die. So our advice is uh, invite your friend, but... Switch it from a canoe to a kayak. And maybe tell them to practice stuff. Go to the gym, do some rowing exercises, do oh, yeah. something. It's like, crew, canoe, or kayaking? I think it's canoeing. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's why they call it crew. Yeah, oh, exactly. I forgot they called it that. But here's the thing. Your friend fucked up this canoe trip last time. Yeah. I think you're well within your eyes. Like, hey, we're going on this thing. I want you to know ahead of time. Last time. you fucked it up yeah, last time. Yeah, last time we could have died because of you. So this time we're going to do the thing where we don't invite you. And then when we come back, if you want to go to an arcade or whatever you're yeah. good at, we'll go do that. <laughs> well, like, if this guy really, really is adamant, like, no, I want to come on the canoe trip, then I think you, if you get him a boat, they can't tip over. You get yeah. him a little Give him a really embarrassing, like, shape like a swan, and he's got to, like, yeah. you know, run his feet to a, paddle a out the hole. A floaty, a donut floaty. Yeah, and he's got to sit by, him, by himself. Like, yeah. he gets a tie him to the kayak. back. You tie it to the back of the kayak. He's wearing a donut floaty, like that cartoon That's great. Duck. You could chill. You could drink a beer. You do your thing. Float down the lazy river. Yeah. And, you know, I will say, a similar thing happened to me. Me and my older brother and some of his friends, one of whom... His family had like a uh, whitewater rafting business uh, about an hour uh, north of Huntington. They were like, hey, we're going whitewater rafting. And so I went with them. I think I was like 19 at the time. And there were lots of instructions that we received, one of which was like, if we hit rapids, don't stop paddling unless we tell you to. <laughs> right. And we hit a big rapid. And it like bounces up almost like at a 90 degree angle to the water. Oh, and so I immediately like ducked down in the boat. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. I don't want to so, die. Yeah. And so when I came back up, like there were eight of us in the boat originally. <laughs> when we landed, there were three of us left in the boat. And the other five were just like floating and, around. And the three cowards were the ones that survived. Because yeah. you're, you're holding on instead of paddling. And so if after that, my brother would be like, hey, you're not going whitewater rafting with us anymore. That's you are so terrible funny. at it. I would be like, I totally get it's that. Like a, it's, I hated every second. It's possible your friend hated it. It's like a prisoner's dilemma. You can either right. hold the boat and survive or paddle and try to fall out, but try saving yeah. everyone. <laughs> so it's like I'm always going to duck down the like, boat. Ah. I'm the most important right. everywhere you, I go. If you land and you're in the boat, you should immediately just jump out and pretend that you If right now you. this whole studio tipped over, yeah. I'd let you guys go. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to help you. Yeah, I would just, you hold on, you survive, and then you fall out. You're like, you bastards, yeah. you didn't paddle. Yeah, you come with like, well, I was the whole time. I don't know what I you paddled, guys I paddled extra hard. That's why I stayed on. Yeah. Oh, well, were you guys not paddling hard enough? Oh, shame, shame. Tiss, tiss, tiss. All right, let's take a break. We'll thank a few sponsors and we'll be back with more advice giving after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a that's non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Hey, we're back. We did it. How do these questions compare to the ones that are in your show? You know, we so uh, they're longer. <laughs> um, I am the one who goes through the questions for my brother, my brother, and me. And is we it get, email too? Yeah, and we get a lot at this point. And the tricky thing is, like, we don't want to, like, give real advice. Uh-huh. And so many people ask for real advice, and it's like, oh, that's not funny. Um, yeah, so, you're just sad. You yeah, talk to sometimes someone. we get sad. Like, you know, we pride ourselves on, like, we've built a very strong, like, community and relationship with our listeners. And so sometimes, like, people, like, really need help and yeah. really want us to help. And it's like, yeah, we we can't not only are we not prepared to like that's not what the show and it always feels a little bit like gut-wrenching there's like i really want to help you but i can't and then what percentage of questions do you get are relationship questions um 92 yeah that's um, really what people have the most problems with, I, huh? I, it's the most confusing thing because everything else is about you and yeah. then like how do i deal with somebody else that's the confusing part or the of thing life. that we get relationship uh 
best friend slash roommate questions. Oh yeah, and office like I hate my coworker or my smells. boss is terrible. Like those three <laughs> types of questions make up about ninety five percent. Right, of, and then and there's it, some silly fun ones. Like yeah, we had trips. we did one week like just like I think it was like all roommate questions. Oh yeah, because we were like Theme after episodes. that week. Please don't ask us any more roommate questions <laughs> for a year. Not to, that didn't go well. But, like, th- that's the thing is, like, we get, I would say at this point, about 400 questions a week. Holy shit. And we do maybe four. Yeah. And I, like, I put six on the list and we get to four. Yeah. It's and very so it's like, it takes about three hours to go through all of them once a week and then to pick the ones that I'm like, I think this will be yeah. okay. Well written, funny. And short. Like, yeah. that's the thing is we're usually looking for, like, two or three sentences. Oh, two or three sentences. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, is, like, people always try to, like, fill in all these details. And right. it's like, oh, no, that's too specific and that's not funny. Do you ever like, edit? What? Do you edit? Not really. Questions? I mean, it's, I used to. Right. When we first started out, I would be like, oh, this is a really good question, but it's, like, five paragraphs long. And then I was like, we get so many questions now that I don't have to add. And we've also said on the show, like, keep them short. Right. If you want them on the show, we're looking for, like, two to three sentences. And then, like, someone will send, like, an eight-paragraph thing. <laughs> it's like, I told you. I told you specifically I not to do this. this. So now I just, like, buzz past those. Right. You know? So these are good. To answer your question, these questions okay, are good. Okay, great. I was just looking for validation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. are great. I'm having a great time. We haven't had any... Uh, I feel like the, the influx of Pokemon Go questions will start soon. Yeah. Oh, very much so. But We're already getting those on all my other shows. Are, you, are all three of you playing? Yeah, I think so. I, I definitely am. Yeah. Uh, not obsessively yet, but it's a really good time killer when you're like... Especially in LA, sometimes you got to park like a half a mile away from the place you're actually trying to get to. You might as well kill some Yeah, Pokemon. you're just like walking well, you through. You don't kill them. Thing to do. No, you catch them. You got to catch them all. It's not you got to murder them all. But then what do you do after you catch them? Like you raise them like your babies. Oh, really? The, once you have them, you do things to them? Yeah. Well, you don't do things to them. It's not weird. You, you know what? It's not weird. You kill them or have sex with I them. I want to fuck a little Charizard. <laughs> well, you can do that too, but you got to pay extra for that expansion. <laughs> so you're walking around, you're collecting the Yeah, things. you're collecting them and then there's like gems. And like you can rename. Oh yeah, what's a gym? So basically, a gym is like a really uh, usually it's someplace that's like super popular in like the real Central world. Park. Yeah, exactly. And then you would go and you uh, somebody is like st- basically they have established that they own the gym and you have to like defeat their Pokemon to like take control of the gym. Oh, oh so and you can only do that if you have all of the best Pokemon. Yeah, so you gotta like raise your Pokemon and make them stronger so you can compete in the gyms. How do you make Pokemon stronger? Um, oh god, it's so dorky. If you spend some money on the food packs, then well, you can feed them Basically, so every time stronger. you catch a Pokemon, you gain Stardust and Pokemon candy <laughs> of that specific type. <laughs> And then you can feed them some candy, and I guess sprinkle stardust makes on you them, grow, stru- grow and stronger. it makes them stronger. Listen, I know it's dumb. As I like, this is like the fifth time in two days that I've had to explain it, and like you get halfway through the first sentence before, like, listen, I know, I know how this. It sounds like it's how I felt every time I've ever explained like a fantasy novel yeah. I love a lot. Where I'm like, so there are these elves. Yeah, is it any dumber than like somebody when I hear overhear people talking about Game of Thrones? Or, no, like, did you? It's, see? Not, it, it's not any dumber than like basketball. That's oh, fuck that, no, 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 fuck that. Oh, yeah, we run and we try to shoot the hoop. Yeah. Give me a bucket. Yeah. I love sports very much. But if you've ever tried to explain sports to someone who's not at all like football, is it great? I love football. But like when you try to explain like why they did the play and what the action was, and you watch someone just go, and just yeah. like shut off, you're like, 
I, okay, he threw it, he caught it, it was good. And it's like, oh, okay, great, thank you so much. I got that. That's like, that's how I feel explaining Pokemon Go to people, so, like in any video game, where it's like, my wife has never been a video game player. Like, uh-huh. she used to play WoW, and she's played like D&D and everything, but she just doesn't play video games, but she loves watching me play them oh. until I try to explain what I'm doing to her, and she's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, she watches Skyrim, and like, and she's like... Oh, yeah, that's a, those are, I like... I also prefer watching people that oh, it's playing. great because especially those ones where it's like really immersive. Where like she knows Skyrim is like the game where I'm the lizard person with the wife in a house, and she's <laughs> like, "How's your wife doing?" I was like, "She doesn't exist when I'm not there," and she's like, "She probably misses you." And I'm like, "Okay, honey," and like, I'll, <laughs> so I'll make a trip to go visit my wife in my house in Whitehaven, and it's like, so like that that's fun, and you don't really get that in Pokemon Go. Like, there's nothing in Pokemon Go that makes it cool like i get that yeah. you can't even be like the graphics i mean the coolest thing is like pointing your camera at a thing and seeing like a pidgey sitting on your desk like it's it's a good evolution of video games two no, questions yes one can you win you can be the very best like no one ever was <laughs> um but to catch them is your real test and to train them is your cause <laughs> is this a steam song it or? is it is in fact to the cartoon um <laughs> to train them is your cause <laughs> yeah um because there are no better causes to fight for in the world right now except <laughs> <in your Pokemon. laughs> um, no it's dumb that's the thing it's dumb just like pokemon was dumb it like all of them have been dumb and anybody sitting there listening going well hold on no it's dumb and that's okay like it's okay for things to be dumb and fun and they are like like mobile gaming is supposed to be it's just dumb like so like it's a thing you do to like kill time between and to like get out of the house and go do a thing and anyone who sits there and is like let me tell you how cool it is it's like no, no, no. You are <laughs> it's wrong. not stupid. I love it very much, and it's very dumb. <laughs> and so there's like all these like reporter reporters are killing me right now because like like legit media like wants to talk about how stupid Pokemon is. I'm just then going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I don't know. Like, what's the story? You ever play Pong, man? Pong yeah. is dumb. Are you kidding me? Like that shit was dumb. Right. But like, it's fun. It Most games matter. are kind of dumb. Yeah, They're just right. enjoyable. It's dumb. It's fun. So the, it's fine. Yeah, it's not like breaking news. Like, oh, this game isn't intelligent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not, that's fine, man. It's not a math cool. test. And my second question is: This came out of left field for me. If you're a gamer, did you know that this was coming for a while? Was well, this I hotly anticipated. They've been talking about it for a long time, so long, in fact, that I think people kind of like lost interest in it. Oh, okay, because this is like years, as far as I know, that this has been in development and talked about. Got it. And then it was just like it's done now here, and it was like, oh, cool. Great. Oh, like they weren't like it's coming Tuesday. Well, I think they're doing like a slow release of things. Like it's still not available in Asia. It's still not available in Europe, as far oh, as I know. Oh wow! I, it might be by the time that this comes out, but like it's under recording. It'll I help, don't believe it is. I wonder if it'll help tourism. I mean, like probably. if there was a Pokemon that's only in Spain, wouldn't a bunch of doofs want to go there? I mean, they do do that specifically, where it's like if you get so, for example, like water type, you only find around water sources in real life. And so, and it's like, if you want specific type of Pokemon, you got to go to, sp- in fact, there have been people jokingly asking about, like, on Twitter, like, hey, they should put rare Pokemon at polling places in November. Mm. And oh, it's wow. like, yeah, dog, they should. I can That's already, an excellent point. I can already see the South Park episode about this, where oh. they're like, it's a factory of people working, but they're actually just playing Pokemon Go, so they don't have to pay them anything. Yeah, it's, listen, it's dorky. I get it. And but you know like, what? It's it, trending towards, like, a dystopian thing. Very much. And you know, it's, it's so easy to make fun of. Like, I, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> I it's because it's it's like it basically the parodies write itself of somebody like walking to a pit while they're looking in their phone. I get that. But it's that's just, great. Let me write that down. The thing is, is like we live in a world. <laughs> we live in a culture and a society right now. I can't speak for other uh like countries, but like where it's so easy to make fun of things that are fun but dumb. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, man, like I know. Like it's <laughs> fun. It's like people who hate on like my little pony or that kind of thing, like yeah, this doesn't affect your life whatsoever. You're just being <laughs> snarky and making fun of something someone enjoys. Right. That's a, it's okay for people to like things yeah, without like, them being like Rembrandt's and like the Beatles. Like it's okay. Did they say that about like trains in the 50s? Like, yeah. look at this miniature train. What Definitely. a waste of time. <laughs> it's all been that shit where it's like Monopoly. It'll never catch on. And it's like, it's fine, man. It's cool. <laughs> Computers, this is dumb. Who's ever heard of role-playing games? And it's like, I did. Um, Yeah, there's just all this shit where it's just like, yeah. And you know what? It's fine. Yeah. Me playing Pokemon Go? Doesn't affect your life at all. Don't unless worry about it. Unless you it. bump into someone. Because well, on that, they're, they should punch me in the nose. I That's bet fine. data rates are going to go up, too. Oh, most Just like definitely. walking around. It, oh, yeah. it kills your battery. Like, oh, yeah. it destroys your battery. <laughs> That's why you have nine Mophies. Yeah, yeah I've got my Mophie plugged in right now so I can get it charged back so I can, on my walk back to my car. Yeah. Um, I'm you pretty excited. A, you have an external battery pack, two Mophies, mm-hmm. uh, a computer, and you brought an iMac just to charge your yeah, other Mophie. Yeah, and I, I also have my uh, gas generator yeah. sitting outside of the, the building. So I'm all set. Uh, all right. Do you want to be able to answer one last question before you get the heck out of here? Sure. Uh, great. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, I'm He's not leaving at here. all. I live here now. That's it's great. It's very nice. Yeah. I mean, you're in L.A., so you might as well use our studio whenever the heck you want. Well, I have you on record saying that. You all heard it. Yeah. Uh, that's legally binding. Um, <laughs> I only say that because I know you're moving out of Los Angeles. That's fair. Where are you that's moving? Fair, fair. I'm moving back to Cincinnati uh, with the baby on the way. Like My family is uh, about two hours from Cincinnati and Teresa's family is about an hour away from Cincinnati. And we, we were only ever planning to stay in L.A. for like two years Damn. to like feel it out and be like, hey. Uh, and I podcast full time so I can do it from anywhere. Um, it's fucking uh, – what a future – you yeah. can live anywhere you want. Does yeah. your wife, is her job mobile too? Well, she doesn't. Like, we both just do podcasts and, you know, uh, our our job is being on the internet. It's super fun. See, I highly dude, recommend it. Everyone should do it. Yeah. <laughs> Me and, we could live anywhere we want. You choose to live in this fucking hellhole that hasn't seen water in 10 years. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. It's becoming uh, the planet Arrakis from the movie and book, Dune. <laughs> Right. See, not a drop of rain ever falls on Arrakis. Let, let me say you guys a little bit about Dune. As long as you're talking about dorky shit. Uh, so there's this guy, Paul Atreides. We're at the four also known mark. as Mark. We really have to. We okay. really have to. Oh, okay, okay. You okay. told him he could live in the studio. <laughs> I didn't. Mean I'll come it. back every episode to tell you a little bit about Dune each this time. This door I'll is locked. We can't get out. Two sentences of Dune every episode. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's a question. It's actually from a middle-aged man. Okay. Wait. The other two could have been too. That's oh, true. I need to this give you a name, guy. Yeah, a name that's specifically middle-aged. Um, <laughs> I like the idea of a, a racist middle-aged man going on a canoe trip with yeah. his friend. <laughs> I secretly hate my Indian friend. Um, let's go with Charizard. Um, <laughs> Charizard. Uh, uh, I need a good last name. No, Eli Charizard. Oh, that's good. Charizard was the ultimate last name. You couldn't top it. He's Jewish. I like that. Mm -hmm. Moved in with my girlfriend, and our once glorious sex life has dwindled into a luxury so rare that every blue moon it happens. I feel like a 14th century noblewoman enjoying chocolate. (laughs) 
which for all she knows you know a very relatable uh, uh analogy which we all got the not having sex one yeah <laughs> like you didn't need to sit there and be like let me explain to you what not having sex it's is it's almost like. more so if he was like not giving himself chocolate <laughs> then we would need the reference 14th Sorry, century noble woman enjoying chocolate which for all she knows may or may not be the last chocolate ever shipped in from the new world for another decade <gasps> How could I stop from being a classic sitcom middle-aged man condemned to a sexless marriage? Because I'm so, so tired of sneaking out of bed when she falls asleep to masturbate to porn on my iPhone in the cold bathroom. It's getting sad. Heat up the bathroom, step one. <laughs> and there are big scary <laughs> spiders in there. What? P.S. When sex happens, it's great. She comes, or at least pretends to, every time. Super cool. Yeah, great. Um, I, the, there's a very real answer to that. Oh, really? Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is chances are, if you step back and you take a look from the uh, situation from the outside, you are taking for granted, you are taking your girlfriend or significant other for granted. How because so? you live together now and you see each other. When yeah. you didn't used to live together, it was probably like when you were going to go on a date, you like, you know, cleaned yourself up and you made plans to do things and you went out and you met somewhere Ooh. nice and you really like earned it and were very romantic. And now, yeah, now you live together and you're like sitting on the couch watching Netflix and you're like, We'll probably have sex tonight. I'm like, well, you used to work for it. Yeah. And you oh. both did. I'm not saying like you have to work to earn sex from anybody, but you used to make an occasion out of it. And it was a thing where like you'd go on a date and it was very romantic and you established an air of romance. Oh, yeah. Whereas now you're just assuming sex happens because you're in a relationship and that's not sexy. There's nothing romantic about that at all. Would you say he has to lower or raise his sex expectations? I think what you should focus on is especially, I'm sorry to call you out, but like if you're sneaking off to the bathroom to masturbate, it sounds like you're pretty focused on your own needs and your own wants. Oh. And I would say that if your significant other, their interest in sex is just increased, it's probably because you are not making them feel sexy. Oh, that's... You are not making them feel wanted. So that's much better than Are you than sure my you advice. don't want to host a legit advice-giving podcast? Yeah, that, that was, was really like good. Fucking, I, could, I can't you. even add anything to I've that. I've been working a lot. That's I've done correct. 314 episodes. Every so often I learn a little bit about relationships. I was going to say he should not even go to the bathroom anymore. He should just fucking do it in bed. Until and if she rolls over, like, check it out. <laughs> but I think that at the end of the day, like, you should focus on making her happy and giving her whatever it is that you're not doing. Yeah. And and you know what? It might. I'm not saying it's all your fault. I think it might be both of you. But the only person whose actions you can control are your own. And also, tell her. Like, if you're sneaking off to the bathroom, like, you would be amazed how much your life will benefit just by saying like, hey, I want you to know like what I'm thinking and feeling right now. And in this moment, I feel like we've kind of lost a little bit of the spark and I don't want it to be like that. I want to find it again and we should do whatever we need to do that. And like, it's important to me because sitting on it and feel knowing you feel that way and not telling your partner is a really great way to ruin your relationship because you know it. And you know how you feel. You're writing into an advice podcast. You shouldn't be talking to us about it. You should be talking to her about it. Uh, I think, do you want us to unmount the, you have to drop the mic. Well, so I'll just take it and walk mounted. around the room. I feel like yeah. I should be here. It's mounted hey. to this. Maybe you can lower it onto the couch. Yeah. Because yes. that's like a, a mic drop. Thud. That's the end. That's the right answer. Well, I There's mean, nothing Really else. what it comes down, and uh, because I will say that even though we do bad joking advice on the podcast, like the number one answer to any interpersonal question is always like okay have you told them yeah it's like because if not like you that's step one all the time it's like 
you know, you asked about like millennials and it's like, is this the thing, the indirect communication where you just kind of want people to read your mind and know how you feel so you don't have to right. actually That's say That's dangerous, it. Yeah. especially in relationships. Oh, yeah. I think in relationships, everybody's kind of invested in each other. Yeah. It's one thing to be like, I'm going to tell my friend what I think because there's a bit of a risk to be like, well, fuck off. And then, but like you're, somebody you live with is way less likely especially to be like, if you off. use i statements and you say like i feel this way i feel like i'm not doing enough i feel like you know, i feel I, like you are making me well, that's in the the bathroom. You, you have to be very careful <laughs> right. because if you say like i feel like you're not interested in sex anymore right. I that feel turns, like you're not and it's like that's an i statement made you. a you statement immediately. right but if you say i feel like i'm not doing enough romantically what can i do for you you know do you want to go out on a date this week do you want to go away for a romantic weekend and you know also at the same time there is a difference between like when you first start dating and you're very excited just to see each other right. and then you live together. Isn't I'm not saying you have true. to lose the passion, but like it does happen. Right. You know? Isn't Life it gets in the way. Inevitable? Like that will – you can't keep up the same rate of sex as You can't. Yeah. But, I, but I also couple. think – his sounds like it's slowed to a rate that he's really not okay with. I think that's what it comes down to is like it, it can slow to a rate where everyone's comfortable like – I enjoy this, like, we do it once or twice a week, and that's fine with everybody. Right. But if it slows to a point where one person in the relationship is unhappy, yeah, like, you're doing say it. it. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you said it? Have you said yep, it? Said. Or have you emailed it yeah. and sent it? Otherwise, there you're just are, sitting like, there you... quietly, like, <laughs> stewing about it, and, like, I, I want her to spontaneously want to have sex with me without me having to say something. Yeah. It's like, well, no, no, no. And I think that, I mean, going on your point, like, when you move in with somebody... The sex in a relationship is, you know, maybe that's not necessarily exciting anymore, but there are a lot of exciting things that happen when you move in with somebody. Yeah. So explore that. And I think that is going to inject romance into yeah. your life. And then that might turn also, into sex. Every so often, just focus on her. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't expect her to do anything to you. And also try draping a towel over the corner of the tub. And placing your phone on the toilet seat yeah. if they're close to each other, because then oh, it will be maybe a space heater it. and some like sticky traps to kill the spiders. Right. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe try beating each other up. Oh, <laughs> I've heard that that works. <laughs> Have you tried fucking in a canoe? <laughs> I recommend. You gotta be a... careful. You gotta go front to back, not side to side. <laughs> I recommend a kayak. It won't tip over. It's Only a lot harder. It will tip over. It's a lot harder to tip over. Yeah, yeah. Don't make promises. Yeah. You can it's still possible. fuck a that's kayak what we get, over. That's you know what, what I mean? we get sued on this episode. <laughs> what happened to you guys? We fucked a kayak over. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Congrats, I guess. Yeah, good for you. No, it it was great. The water was cold. Uh, Travis. Yes. Thank you for coming on our show. Hey, thank you for having me. Where, again, let's remind our fans where they can find more of you and your online persona. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Travis McElroy uh-huh. um, or at MBMBAM. My brother, my brother, and me. Um, and you can just like Google my brother, my brother, and me, or search for us on iTunes, or go to maximumfun.org. Yeah. Uh, I also do a show that's not on maximumfun.org called Interrobang, <gasps> uh, where me and my friend Tybee talk about uh, like the things that are frustrating us in the world. And, you know, we try to, and I do a show with my wife called Schmanners, where we talk about etiquette in the modern world and how it still applies. Shit. Um, between the three macroids, we do something like 13 or 14 podcast suddenly i feel lazy maybe jake and i should start more podcasts. you should man it's great yeah. um and so you can find all of those uh at mcelroyshows.com m-c-e-l-r-o-y oh, wow. and like we also have um some weird like youtube stuff on there and everything do you have the record for most podcasts hosted right now i don't know i don't, know. I I, I don't think so because for a long time my wife's rule was i could only have as many podcasts as paul f tompkins has <laughs> at, at his highest point uh the and pft I, rule i think i've surpassed that but i'm not sure it's possible that i know scott ackerman's on a bunch 
on a bunch, but hosting this it's morning? true. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know. I'll have somebody look into that for you. Uh, anyway, if you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, everything uh, and everything is uh, to be sent to if I were you show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Nick. This closing one is written by... I couldn't find it. All I have written is Kanalakni. Kanalakni? I think that's how he said he pronounces it. Kanalakni. Uh, so thanks to Nick and thanks to Colin Ockley and thanks to you guys for listening and thanks to Travis again for coming in, coming on our show. Thank you. And once again, if all goes well, listen to Jake and me on My Brother on my brother and Me right now. You can do that right now. Uh, so check it out and listen to their other episodes too. Uh, cool. Peace. And Bye, everybody. If I were you, if I were you, then sure. If I were you, if I were you, if I were you, then sure. To answer all your questions and they'll give their advice. I promise they'll be funny, but I can't say that they'll be nice. But hopefully you'll be like the bitch and you won't give a fuck. Cause otherwise you might kill yourself inside of a Starbucks. Yes, again, if you are still listening, we should mention that there are still tickets available to our show tomorrow, August 2nd, Tuesday, August 2nd, at the O2 Shepherd's Bush Theater in London, England. That's right. We do not come to London very often, and uh, I believe the last time we were here was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Uh, if you haven't seen our show, then you should come see it, and if you have seen it, then you should come see it again. It's going to be a wild party. You guys ought to come. Uh, hope to see you there. Toda. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>